0: Welcome back to the Weekend Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Giant. Happy to be here with you guys. I'm covering the four-game main slate today for NBA. Tomorrow we got football. Hope you guys are excited about that. I know that I am. We got the RG Party coming up in about a, uh, two weeks now in Nashville. Going to be a lot of fun for the draft live final as well. Um, so yeah, before we get into this, go ahead, give me a follow on Twitter. You can follow me at Real Joshua Giant. Uh, My co-host, Travis Mr. Chalk Mangone, is not here today, but he will be running the grind down for today's slate, so if you want his take on things, go ahead and uh, go look at the Roto-Grinders' main page. You'll be able to find his grind down over there, filling in for the great Derek Fonsworth, notorious Travis Mangone with the grind down for NBA Today. So, like I said, we only have four games today. We'll start it off with the Sacramento Kings at the Detroit Pistons, 196.5 is the over-under, Pistons are a nine-point home favorite now. This is an interesting game. We have a a few games here with uh, decent totals. Um, We have the other three games here, all with totals over 200. This game under 200 leaves a lot to be desired, and it looks like it's supposed to be a blowout for the Pistons. Now, on the Sacramento side of the ball, Uh, these guys really aren't playing a ton of minutes. I wouldn't go around chasing any kind of value here. Don't really love the matchup, especially with any of the guys in the front court, like Collie Stein or Randolph. We've got Drummond down there, and um, I think that he is going to have a fantastic game. So I'm just going to fade the Kings completely on this slate. Let's go to the Pistons' side of the ball and go to look at Avery Bradley first, coming in at a discount, 5.3K on DraftKings is a nice... Price tag, I know we've all been burned by him, 5.5 on FanDuel. I know that he's kind of underperformed so far this year, but gets a great matchup, put up a great game last night against Milwaukee, put up 36.5 DraftKings points in 35 minutes, chucked up 19 field goal attempts. Now, uh, the game before that, 17, the game before that, 13, Uh, 15 before that. This guy is putting up shots in the teens every single game, gets a great matchup against Sacramento now, who ranked 21st in the league, at opposing three-point shots. 19th in the league at overall field goal jump shots. So this is a really good spot for Bradley. Really like it for him. Um he's been taking three-point shots too sprinkled in their six last game five last game for that seven before that so Bradley should have no issue getting shots off should take his nice volume of shots that he normally takes getting minutes in the mid-30s I really like Bradley at this price tag think he'll return value my other favorite play on the piston side of the ball is Andre Drummond 8100 on DraftKings just feels too cheap I'll be locking him in over there in all formats and we've got uh, his price tag on nine on Fanduel at nine point four K, a bit more expensive. I still have interest in him over there on Fanduel, but we'll have more exposure to him on DraftKings. Now uh, the, the Kings are absolutely in shambles when it comes to their front court situation. Ranked dead last in the league at overall rebounding. Drummond is a guy that could just beast and pick up rebounds 15 rebounds in his last game, 12 before that, 18 before that, 17 before that, 15 this is a you know if you look at this game log you see very clearly that this guy is a rebounding machine, averages a double double per game this season, 14 points, 14 rebounds, uh two assists along that with a block. So He definitely has the upside to sprinkle in, uh, you know, they get the double-double bonus over on DraftKings at this price tag and sprinkle in a few peripherals as well. So lock Andre Drummond into your lineups today. Great spot for him. Uh, The only other guy that I might have some interest here uh, on the Pistons might be Reggie Jackson in tournaments. Not too thrilled. His price tag is kind of in that awkward midpoint. He does have upside. I do like pairing him with Andre Drummond um, as a correlation play. But I won't go out of my way to get Jackson in. I think that he's the guy I have the least interested in this game. So we'll probably pass on that. But Bradley and Drummond are my two favorite plays from that game. So let's move on to the next game. We've got the New Orleans Pelicans in Chicago against the Bulls. 200 and a half is the over under Pelicans, are road favorite here by six points on the spread. Again, this is a situation where we've got you know, these two beasts in the front court with Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins. Both guys put up solid performances once again last night. Really a great spot for them to perform. Now, Chicago on paper ranks pretty well against centers overall at defending opposing centers. Sixth in the league, got Rolo down low there. Ninth in the league at overall rebounding, which is, you know, surprising for me. Because these guys have been giving up so many like fantasy points overall, but I guess the center position is where they're really locked in. Now, that doesn't mean I would stay away from Anthony Davis and the Marcus Cousins. Because in no way, shape, or form do I think that Robin Lopez is going to shut down either of these guys. But I do think that they are priced in a way where you know this game total is low. It's going to be more of a pace down game for the Pelicans uh, as the over under suggests. Uh, you know, an implied team total of 103, and that's the favorite. I just feel like there might not be enough opportunity in this game, especially coming off of back-to-back, for, for these guys to really reach their ceilings, which they have to do at this price tag. I think they're both in play, but I don't think you have to go out of your way to get them into your lineups. I think there's better point-per-dollar plays across this slate that we don't have to try to jam in Boogie or Davis into our lineups. Now, on the other side of... Uh, The court here, we've got Drew Holiday in an excellent matchup against Chicago, struggling to defend point guards this season, 23rd in the league at defending opposing point guards, 18th in the league at defending opposing three balls. Drew Holiday is a guy that has shown his upside. He has a pretty solid floor here, too. He's got a lot of opportunities having Boogie and Davis down low. It's a great privilege to have as a point guard because he's going to rack up all these assists as he goes, and those totals have been showing, eight assists, six assists, eight assists, seven assists. You know, he's had uh, seven or more assists in uh 7 of his last 8 games. This is a guy that has that upside to to bring in a double double of, of points and assists if he gets, you know, gets hot enough. So, do really like Drew Holiday. Love his price tag on DraftKings at 6700. I think he's a great play and that's the, probably the route I would go with on the Pelicans. 7200 on fandle He's also in play over there, but uh he's the guy that I'd be the most interested in out of the Pelicans if we're talking point per dollar. Now, on the other side of the ball, Uh, we've got the Bulls now the Bulls are uh, you know again a bit of a mess they don't really have a lot uh, going for them they've got a lot of injuries going on Chris Dunn came back and he did well two games straight last night kind of dudded out a little bit but I think he's also in play once again 4.9k on DraftKings is that price for Chris Dunn I think that's nice and cheap I think he'll get some good value out of it 5,400 on FanDuel again like him over there too He's getting the minutes. You know, he's getting uh, 22, 29, 24 minutes. Like, he's, he's going to get the minutes. His usage is there, and he does average around a round of fantasy point per minute traditionally. So, this is a guy I would want to get exposure to, especially on draft games. Really like it with the multi position flexibility that they have over there. So, you can find ways to squeeze him in, and it opens up salary relief, which is important on a short slate like today. So, we'll definitely have some Chris Dunn in my lineups. Other guys here that I think will be. Interesting. I think Nawaba is an interesting play. Once again, last night had a great game. 29.75 DraftKings points, 25 and a quarter. The game before that, he played 35 minutes last game. So if he gets the opportunity to and he gets the minutes at this price tag, he's kind of a steal. 3,900 on DraftKings is that price point. If you're looking to get him on FanDuel, uh, he's small follower eligible. He's 4,600. So this is a guy I think who was a great tournament play, has shown his upside. Just a little bit inconsistent, so depends how you want to go about uh, your roster construction, whether or not you want to get him in there. Uh, New Orleans does rank pretty decently against guys that play that guard position and, and kind of stretch out to the three sometimes, eighth in the league there. So the matchup is not fantastic, but I think that he's going to have to chuck up shots to keep this game close. So don't mind some Nawaba for value. Other guy we could look at here is Kennan 6,600 on DraftKings. We could get him on Fanduel for seven thousand. Guy just keeps producing. Keeps putting up those thirty-point fantasy point games. Um, I, I think that he's uh, an okay option. Has shown that he has a solid floor, and the Bulls will really need to lean on him to keep up with the size of their opponents in New Orleans as they do have that big front court. So, wouldn't mind some more cannon either. Other than that, really not interested in Rolo. Not too interested in the holiday situation or anything going on there with the guards uh, outside of Nawaba as a tournament punt. So, that'll be it for me in this game. Now, let's get to the two highest game totals of the slate. There's going to be a lot of fantasy goodness here. We've got the Dallas Mavericks in Minnesota against the Timberwolves. 214 is the game total. Minnesota, heavy home favorites here by 13 points on the spread. So, This game's expected to get out of hand. Now, when it will get out of hand is the question. Will it be early or will it be later in the fourth quarter? So these guys will get their run. I think they do get a decent allotment of minutes here. I don't think this game gets so out of hand too quickly to where it becomes an issue and value gets hurt. There are some good plays here we can focus on. One of my favorite plays on the slate is going to be Dennis Smith Jr. This kid has come out and done a pretty decent job covering the the point guard position for the Mavericks. 5,100 on DraftKings, Kings, on FanDuel, we could get him for a nice discount as well at 5600 I think he has excellent 6X upside here, even 7X if the spot gets right for him. So I uh, really want to try to roster him. Minnesota second worst in the league now without Rubio. Sans Rubio, they have fallen apart defensively against guards. 29th in the league against opposing point guards. Jeff Teague is not a great defender, and I will take Dennis Smith against him all day long. Uh, Another guy that we can look at on the Dallas side of the ball would be Wesley Matthews. Uh, He's been very inconsistent, but I really like him tournaments today. Uh, Dallas uh, has been really just trying to get the ball in the hands of the guys that can shoot. Wesley Matthews is a veteran, you know, kind of a veteran guy with experience who can shoot. And Minnesota, not great at stopping jump shooters, ranking last in the league at mid-range jump shots, defending mid-range jump shots. And Wesley Matthews is a guy that is not shy to shoot the ball. He hasn't had double-digit shot attempts uh, more than twice in his last seven games so I think that this might be a spot where he could get more shots if they're relying him a little more because the minutes have been there those minutes have to equal production eventually he played 38 minutes last game only put up 11 and a half draft points I don't think that happens again I think that if he plays a heavy allotment of minutes he should be able to pay off his cheap salary 4,800 on DraftKings is a nice price tag and get him for 5,000 on FanDuel would roster him In tournaments, Uh, not too crazy about him in cash games. If you're playing cash on the slate, another interesting guy we could look at here is is Harrison Barnes. He scored thirty, no, forty-two DraftKings points his last game out against New Orleans. Thirty-nine minutes, getting heavy minutes, getting heavy usage. Dallas is really relying on Barnes to be on the court and kind of take control. So I I do think that Harrison Barnes is a nice play here. Fifty-eight hundred on DraftKings on FanDuel. You could get him for sixty-one hundred think that he has the upside to do some damage here in this matchup wouldn't mind especially with them kind of being behind here against minnesota i think they'll be chucking up a lot of shots we'll see a lot of that going on so don't mind some harrison barnes here on this slate uh and then outside of that it it just kind of gets a little more murky here for the mavericks it they just they're very powered up by their guards and by harrison barnes so I don't think the front court is somewhere that we should target, especially against Minnesota. But speaking of Minnesota, uh, not really a lot of interest here in Jeff Teague, even though he draws a favorable matchup against Dallas, 19th in the league at depending opposing point guards. I just think there's better spots we can go. I think Jimmy Butler is a great play. Dallas ranks 17th in the league against opposing shooting guards, 22nd in the league at defending the uh, opposing three-pointers. And he's getting minutes, you know, Jimmy minutes. He's coming back. He's played 39, 38, 40 minutes, 33 in the last game. But uh, that was situational. I think we'll see more minutes in this game. Once again, the usual allotment of minutes against Dallas. I think he'll chuck up a ton of shots. I think he'll pay off this price tag of 7500 on DraftKings. 8300 three hundred on FanDuel. Think about it a little bit more because there are some pay-up options that we'd like, so I might go more mid-range since he's locked into that small forward position over there on FanDuel, and he is a bit more expensive. But on DraftKings, really like him for $7,500. The flexibility we have with roster construction helps us get Jimmy Butler into our lineups today, so I'll try to get him in there. Wiggins is a guy that i don't think will gain a lot of traction he just hasn't really been uh performing you know an excellent in an excellent ways but he also has had a pretty solid floor he hasn't really killed he's kind of hovering around that 30 fantasy point mark each game and we get him pretty cheap on fanduel for 6500 so he's someone you want to consider with a team that has the second highest team total on the slate He's a guy that we want to target, I think, here. So I would definitely consider getting some Andrew Wiggins exposure in tournaments. And my favorite play um, on the Minnesota side is going to be Carl Anthony Towns. Dallas just does not have the, the talented bodies in the front court to do anything here against, da- uh, against Minnesota. Towns, great matchup. Dallas ranks 29th in the league at overall rebounding. And I think that towns is going to really take advantage of that here they rank 25th in the league at defending opposing centers let's look for towns to have a huge bounce back spot love his price tag on DraftKings at 8800 we'll try to get him in there and because of the flexibility you could kind of you you double up on him and drummond if you want to go that route him and jokic if you want to go that route so i think that this is an interesting day for roster construction but towns is certainly a guy i want to have pieces of here and if you're looking for value his uh, court mate here is going to be Gibson. Uh, you know, Towns and Dieng ran together for a while and that worked out. So now Taj Gibson has kind of taken that power forward role to cover the four, uh, give him extra, you know, size and body at that four spot and kind of gives Towns the five to do what he wants to do. Taj Gibson, same great matchup, 29th. Uh, at overall rebounding Dallas so there's gonna be lots of boards to go around Taj showed his upside a little bit last game 34 minutes 33 fantasy points so I think Taj Gibson at this price tag of 4200 on DraftKings is just far too cheap for what he can do so I would love him in tournaments 4700 on FanDuel. we'll consider him over there as well so let's move on to the last game of the night now we've got the Golden State Warriors in Denver against the Nuggets 228 is the game total Uh, Warriors road favorite by nine points. This game's supposed to stay relatively close, I guess, for Warriors standards. So I guess the Nuggets are doing something right. The highest game total on the board means that we should probably be targeting teams here. Now, the Golden State Warriors in this game uh, only have an applied team total of five points higher than the Minnesota Timberwolves. So that's just something to take into account when you're trying to decide who's in a better spot on which team and whatnot. I think you could get some savings from Minnesota with a similar game total. So definitely something to consider when you're constructing your lineups. Now, Steph Curry draws a good matchup here against Denver, who ranks 15th in the league at defending opposing point guards. Um, 9,500 on DraftKings. You could get him on FanDuel for 9,200. One stat that really sticks out for Steph Curry and Clay Thompson here is the fact that Denver ranks 26th in the league at defending opposing three-point shots, and that's what these guys do. It's kind of their bread and butter. So wouldn't mind like a Splash Brothers pairing in tournaments, but the issue is they're both so expensive. So if you have to decide between Curry and, say, Kevin Durant, 10-3, on DraftKings for Durant, 10,000 even on FanDuel, we have to look at the positional depth since it's a short slate. For me, I think that the best route to go would be to roster Durant if it came down to Durant or Curry for the simple fact that small forward is a lot thinner on this slate. We have less tangible options at small forward than we do at point guard, so I would rather go with Durant just for the fact that we're kind of missing. It fills that void. We're missing real viable options on small forward. And if you feel super uncomfortable with anyone at that position on a short slate like this, just lock in the guy that you know will do a good job, and that's going to be Kevin Durant. Even if you have to pay up for it, there's more viable value options at other positions than there are at the small forward position. Uh, Draymond is an interesting spot here going against the Nuggets he's just kind of like hit or miss you know he's 7,200 though on DraftKings which does feel cheap but his usage has dipped this season to about 16% at his usage rate he's scoring around a fancy point per minute still but uh, just I don't know if I really want to go out of my way to get Draymond here 7,600 on FanDuel too so even with the price uh, dipping there I think that we can go somewhere else I'd rather go lower somewhere instead of spending that mid-range price tag on him and you also don't want to load up on like too many warriors because then it starts getting a little murky and then you you know you're you're too heavy heavy-handed in, in on one side on your lineup i don't mind targeting this game hard maybe game stacking to a certain extent but i don't think we need to like lock in curry durant clay thompson and green and just push it to the limit so if we're going to pick anyone in order my interest on the warriors on the slate will be durant clay thompson curry and then Draymond Green, and really no interest anywhere else on this Warriors team, but let's go ahead and look at the other side of the ball now at Denver. Uh, Denver nine-point underdogs at home, I think they're going to be chucking up a lot of shots, and the guys that chuck up a lot of shots for this Denver team are Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Will Barton, so um, those are the guys that I think we could look at. Uh, Golden State actually not doing too well this season at defending opposing guards, 25th in the league at defending opposing guards, 19th in the league at defending opposing three-point shots. So I do think we're going to see like a shootout in this game. I think we're going to see a lot of outside shots flying up uh, from both sides of the ball, especially with Denver trying to keep up with the Splash Brothers. So would love to, to roster some Will Barton here, Jamal Murray. Uh, I think Gary Harris is probably the safer option for cash games. Uh, if you're looking for upside in tournaments, you're going to go with Will Barton. But I think Jamal Murray is in play as well in tournaments. Um, Will Barton is probably safer than Jamal Murray. So, like, for me, my interest would go Gary Harris, Will Barton, and Jamal Murray. Um, but, again, you know, these guys are more tournament plays than anything, except for Gary Harris, who is viable in cash. And then if we're going to look here at Millsap, Millsap draws a good matchup. Uh, Golden State, 29th in the league, uh, defending opposing power forwards. Millsap is finally finding his groove. Uh, 50 DraftKings points yesterday, last game against Miami. Miami. Gets another good spot here. So I think that his price tag is not caught up yet. 6,800. I think they're going to have to rely on him a little heavier. Millsap's a guy we know was a superstar last season so uh, for Atlanta, and he should be able to step up here for Denver too, especially running on that court where he's you know at the four. He's got Jokic at the five, getting re- rebounds with him. Uh, you think would hurt his production? I think it actually boosts his production a little bit once they kind of get that chemistry together, and it looks like they're kind of getting there. So seventy-two hundred on FanDuel, also too cheap. Ton of interest in Millsap in this game, and you know, last but not least, uh, Nikola Jokic, the Joker. Has been just tearing it up. 51 DraftKings points last game, 50 of the game before that, 47 before that, and 50 before that. So he's just been very consistent. And we all know how bad Golden State is at defending opposing centers. 22nd in the league. Now, an interesting match when you look a little deeper, they're actually ranked eighth at overall rebound in Golden State. So it's not like they're not grabbing boards. They just have a tough time defending scoring centers. Jokic is a scoring center, averaging 16 real life points per game. So wouldn't mind some Jokic. 8,500. On DraftKings for on FanDuel, you could get him at 9,500. Less interest in him over there. Just there's no shorts of centers on the slate, guys. Have we learned anything here? So, uh, Jokic is a guy that if I'm game stacking here, I definitely want to have my stock in him. I don't think I have to go out of my way on my main lives to get him in there. There are other centers that I like a little bit better, point per dollar, especially on FanDuel. But this is where I think we can target Jokic. But yeah, Millsap is probably my favorite overall play on the nuggets he's finally getting it together love him here so that's it guys that covers the four game slate go ahead give me a follow on twitter for any news and notes that might break any updates shoot over any questions or comments you can follow me at real joshua giant on twitter and i will be back next weekend with my buddy my co-host travis mr mango and he'll be back but like i said he's doing the grind down for nba so if you want his take on the game today go ahead and check out the main content page you'll see it there or you can check my twitter i'll retweet it once he post it out so see you guys next weekend though peace out Grinders.